I think that by now we all know what's going on in the world, so there really isn't any need, you know, for me to get into all of that. But I think at this point, uh, being stuck at home and all, we may have already started to lose our sanity a little bit, and I completely understand that. Like seriously, it's probably been what almost a month since most of us have found ourselves restricted to pretty much only going out when we really need to, but otherwise just stay home. And obviously, I believe at least, we as humans are going to find a way to entertain ourselves, and we have done so up to this point. You know, if not, we, we'd be insane. At least I'd be insane. Um, even though we, and we do, you know, we do try to help each other out, actually. You know, YouTube, if y'all have noticed, has this whole, you know, campaign. It's called, I think, hashtag stay home and, you know, in which they literally post different, you know, playlists. They compose different kind of videos for us to do, you know, hashtag stay home and cook with me, hashtag stay home and uh, study with me. Heck, there's probably a hashtag stay home and sleep with me in which we can watch live seminars of people sleeping and we can kind of nap. I don't even know, you know, at this point, there's so much stuff out there. So we do, people do try to help other people which I think is great to see. Um, So I think it's safe to say that we've been doing our best. You know, actually, there's this quote that I really like that really stuck with me. Um, A coach told me this. It it was, do what you can with what you have where you are. And I really think humanity is embodying this quote, you know, and trying to do its best in this time in which it seems like our back is, is against the ropes in a way. You know, but even though we do try our best to entertain ourselves, most of the time, regardless of our efforts, there's still a phenomenon that still causes great angst in most people. And that is the phenomenon of boredom. And I think this is a really interesting stigma, especially in this day and age, you know, because what most people fail to recognize and what most people fail to remember is that we undoubtedly, actually (laughs) by far, have the most sources of entertainment at our disposal out of any human in history. Let that sink in. I think that is such an interesting and powerful statement and a really powerful realization. You know, think about it. Humans have been around for almost 200,000 years now. And we are the one generation the one fortunate kind of generation that can say, you know, that they we have the most tools for entertainment at our disposal. You know, what do other people have? You know, books and journals. We have books. We have journals. We have the internet. We have electronic devices. We have podcasts. We have music. We have so many things, you know. We're fortunate enough to have the most abundance of tools for entertainment, creativity, and productivity. And, you know, all this abundance is recent. It's really recent. You know, I'm telling you, we are the one generation that has access to everything, As the, which is crazy to think about, you know, because if we think about it, the next generation is going to ha- be the one with the most resources, you know, because they're going to have what we have now, but then in the future, they're going to have more stuff. So they're going to have their things and the things we have now, you know, it's like maybe in the, mm, let's say, last century. In the last century, they had their new innovations, 
with the old innovations that were already invented. You know, so in 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 a in a in a way, each generation is the most capable and advanced generation up to that point, which is an obvious thought if you think about it, which most people don't end up thinking about it. Um, you know, perhaps the Industrial Revolution is to be greatly credited for this because I believe it was the beginning of life as we know it, really. The modernization of our world, if you will. With it came factories, technology, office jobs, and the hunger and ambition for productivity started growing. But I think with that hunger and that ambition and that drive to constantly be productive and to constantly be doing things came an inevitable fear of being unproductive, being inefficient, being bored. And I feel that since then, the fear of being bored has remained instilled in our society. You know, we are always looking for that next big thing. You know, humans as a species, and I'm a firm believer in this, humans crave what they don't have, you know. And in a way, that's what has pushed humanity forward. You know, cavemen felt too fucking lazy to walk to kill a... I don't even know what was around. Um, Mammoth, right? So they were like, well, let's... I don't know. They invented the wheel, right? This might be totally historically inaccurate, but just bear with me. And then Thomas... um, Henry Ford, Thomas Ford. Henry Ford came in and made the... um, What was it called? I'm not even a huge fan of cars or a huge... um, car connoisseur what was it called the model t if i'm correct right just because you know he made that process just that much more efficient right so humans crave what they don't have and humans always you know that desire for being productive has really pushed humanity forward but it all it has also in a way slowed us down as individuals as a society, we've been doing so well and we've been we've come up with so many new innovations. But as individuals, we are always looking for that next big thing. And it's such a huge cause of stress and anxiety and depression because we are always looking to be productive. So when we are unproductive, we fall in a state of boredom and sadness. And the need to be productive is always there. We feel an itch. And is it always a good thing? I don't know. We are human beings. You know, if we go back to my just be episode I talk about you know how we are always looking to do things but how we never really take time for ourselves and just be and just exist like a flower you know a flower just focuses on growth it literally just focuses on growing and if you kill it it doesn't do anything you know but when it's alive it just grows you don't see a flower shrink in terms of actual size you know I mean it blossoms and goes back in but that's irrelevant plants only focus on growth What if we just focused on growth for a little bit? You know, we're human beings, not human doings. Just a random shower thought out there. You know, yes, so that fear of being unproductive has been instilled in our society. And whether we realize it or not, we are literally always looking for new ways of entertainment. And we are always looking to run away and evade boredom some way, somehow. You know, even if the methods we choose may not be all that quote-unquote productive. You know, this could take the form of scrolling mindlessly through Instagram, you know, watching a myriad of random YouTube videos or just finishing a couple of series on Netflix, you know, and we're all to blame for this. I am a victim of this myself. I I am not acting like I'm perfect. I'm not trying to. 
you know, because we all do this. We are human and we do this all the time. Um, it really doesn't matter what we do, but we just can't seem to tolerate the idea of being bored. And for one, I totally understand this concept. You know, when I was younger and I got bored, you know, I would just kind of sort of mope around and stare mindlessly and just do nothing. And I say do nothing because I would never try to show that I was bored as a kid, if that made sense. You know, growing up in a Mexican, Latin, Hispanic household, you know, if you guys know this and if you guys, I can only speak from my experience, but literally being bored was kind of viewed as a sin. You know, you tell your mom, Ama estoy aburrida. You know, that's, you know, mom, I'm bored. They would literally, you know, they make you do chores. And as a kid, obviously nobody really wants to do chores. So nobody tells their mom they're bored. You know, they just kind of, like I said, scroll and, you know, stroll mindlessly through life, through their days. Um, and yeah, I can 100% see the logic in this. As I said, I am a victim of this myself. You know, I used to do that when I was a kid. I still do that now sometimes. Um, so I can understand this, you know, when most of us, I mean, we as a human species, as, as a species, as individuals too, we are always striving for what you would call, quote unquote, success, capital success, individual success, whatever that may be, you know, whatever success may mean to you. For me, success is a never ending journey, not a destination. But, you know, for me, for you, it might be different. For you, it might be reaching a million dollars in your company, or maybe if you have a YouTube channel, 100,000 subscribers by the end of the year. I don't know what that might be for you. Um, so when we think successful, you know, we usually think we associate that, you know, with hard work, hustle and grind until you can't move your damn fingers anymore. You know, we, we, you know, if you, if you're into entrepreneurship, Gary V is a really big name that comes up when you hear, um, hard work, you know, David Goggins, if you know who that is, um, Elon Musk, you know, um, they're all big on hard work, but I do believe in working smarter, not harder. And that, you know, anyways, that's, that's irrelevant. You know, long story short, we're always looking to be productive. And when we're bored, we just can't seem to tolerate that. Um, but as I've gotten older and I've matured and become more self-aware in most senses, at least, I'm still a huge kid in some other aspects of life. I have come to wonder, you know, what if boredom actually has a role to play in our lives? You know? Now, before you say anything and say I'm insane and before you stop listening, hear me out, really. I know it sounds really counterproductive for me to tell you to embrace boredom. But at least for me, and I really want you to think about this. When I've been quote unquote bored, you know, most of my best ideas have come when I'm doing seemingly boring things. You know, when I'm washing the dishes or when I'm cleaning the house and doing chores most of my best ideas have come during that time. And, you know, I think it's because my mind wanders. Because I'm bored, my mind just wanders. It does its thing. And I think this is most prevalent in kids. You know, kids really... That's why sometimes kids say what we might call dumb things or dumb ideas. And that's why they do it in such large volume, I think, right? Because they don't really have that much stress. They don't really have that much going on. So their mind is always just naturally flowing, you know, in its state of flow, doing its thing. And why we can't do that is because we have so much on our minds. You know, me as a student always has that, have that next paper, you know, coming up, always have that, you know, next um, assignment I have to do, um, you know, the next episode I need to record for my podcast. 
um, the next workout. You know, we have so much things on our minds that we really don't take the time to just be and let our mind do its thing, right? Um, and we're scared to. I think what's worse is that we're scared to, hence why we look to evade boredom. But I think boredom does have its role to play. I think we need to really analyze and be conscious of when we're bored and stop running away from it, really. Because if we're scared of going deep within our thoughts, then I think that's you're setting yourself up for failure in sense of personal development. You know, how can you grow if you don't even know yourself well enough? So I think people evade it because it's uncomfortable. You know, I think um, in terms of um, at a superficial level, we see it as something to avoid. But why does it even have to be a thing? You know, boredom, everything is a matter of perspective. You can be productive not with not doing anything. You can be sitting there and letting your mind just do its thing. You know, I think people have this all wrong. You know, um, why, why is boredom, why does boredom have to be something bad? You know, the, I, the fact that we have space to, time and space to think sometimes. I think it's a huge blessing. I think it's a huge um, gift that we have, you know. But we, no, m most of us don't take advantage of it. Most of us kind of um, try to disguise um, productivity with really mindless things, you know, scrolling through, so, through social media, like I said, watching YouTube videos. But what if we actually took the time to, you know, go within ourselves and really better ourselves from the inside in, you know, doing that may be, you know, reading a book. How, when you're bored, try to do things that can really stimulate your mind, you know, and if you really do, and at its core, if you want to let your mind wander, why don't you try something like meditation, you know, in which you can, there's no wrong way to do meditation, first off. I recommend it. I do it all the time. You just let your mind wander and really kind of come up with new ideas. Sorry, I was getting a drink of water, you know. Let me, actually, guys, I'm going to confess something with you right now. Most of my podcast episodes that I've, you know, made are because I'm bored, you know, so I literally say, I'm bored, let me go talk for a little bit, you know, so really, I think <laughs> as I'm doing this right now is a quintessential example of, you know, taking advantage of boredom, you know, because you're bored and you let your mind so like now, I guess consciously now, I just had this epitome, epiphany a few seconds ago. I'm letting my mind wander and I'm just expressing it through words. So, I, wow. Guys, y'all just, just know, y'all just witnessed me having an epiphany. Wow. I'm letting my mind wander, but I'm just manifesting it and exploiting that and talking what I'm thinking. That's crazy. See, so I guess what I can learn from, <laughs> wow, that's actually insane. What I can learn from this is instead of avoiding boredom, I think we should embrace it, but I think we need to pay attention. You know, in this society, we have to, we, we, we're driven 
lot of us are driven by attention. We're always trying to get attention. But I think if you focus your creativity and your productivity on getting attention, then your actual creativity cup is never going to be filled because you're never going to want, you're never going to get the attention you, you, you think you deserve or you think you want or you desire. So instead of, of us getting attention, instead of us focusing on getting attention, why don't we pay attention? You know, why don't we embrace those moments of, you know, seeming boredom and really pay attention when we're bored and really consciously do something to, you know, enrich us and make us grow and maybe kind of just let our mind do its thing, you know, let our mind wander. Um, and maybe we should just think and maybe we should just come to the realization that maybe boredom could be a blessing in disguise. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Until next time. Peace. Hey guys, David here. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to listen to my podcast, Shower Thoughts. It really means more than you know. Please make sure to give it a follow if you had a good time. And if you want to hear me philosophize a little bit more about different subjects, if you want to spend a little bit of time with me questioning life's issues, dilemmas, and just topics like this in general, please make sure to listen to any past episodes and stay tuned for future ones. Thank you so much for listening again. Peace out, guys.